Welcome to another episode of the Fortune Gold Podcast. This is your host, Alec Ingold. And today we're diving into the DCC, Dolphins Challenge Cancer, biggest charitable fundraiser in the NFL, raising over $9 million for cancer research. Your guy ran a little 5K. Talk about the mindset of running three miles with your wife. And also a, a couple skills, life skills that I'm working on this offseason. I'm trying to get better at a uh, little vulnerability here with uh, time management skills, being able to be a communicator, organizing teams, being the CEO of your life. We're diving into all of those things on the other side of the sink. Excited for you guys to be here. Thank you guys so much for showing up once again. I'm excited to dive into this. Let's roll, baby. Come on. Yeah, so uh, we ran a 5K. Uh, this past weekend, the Dolphins Challenge Cancer fundraiser, outstanding fundraiser, the best fundraiser in the NFL. You know, the most amount of money raised. I think they're at like $64 million over the past 14 years. $64 million raised for cancer research going to the Sylvester Cancer Institute down here with the University of Miami. It's it's unbelievable to see the impact, the community, the buy-in. There is a 99-mile ride. Shout out Jason Taylor, 99. Number 99 for the Dolphins, 99-mile bike ride. A lot of people doing that one. There's a 39-miler. There's a 54. Zach Thomas recently inducted the Hall of Fame. Dolphins legend. Larry Zonka, obviously, with the 39. Uh, Dan Marino, 13-mile bike ride. And then there's a 5K. Three miles of grit, determination, shoes on on the concrete. And my wife and I decided, you know, that might be a good one to just dive into headfirst, no training and see what we can do. Um, hopped in there with a goal. You know, we wanted to have an average of a 10 minute mile. Neither of us, we, we do walks now in the, in the off season, in the mornings at night, uh, haven't run a lick, right? Especially three miles. You do a little bit of training here and there. I, I'm built for three yards at a time, three seconds at a time, not really three miles at a time. So it was a different challenge, but opened it up with um, walked into that with open arms, uh, ready to to compete a little bit um, and and see what we could do. And you know, my wife and I passed that finish line at thirty minutes, uh, thirty one minutes. So we had a, like a little ten minute mile pace going on for three miles, and um, that five k was fun, man. To see, I don't know if it was thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred people taking part in just that aspect of this fundraiser. Um, you have guys and people wearing the, the living survivor shirts on that they have, you know, beat cancer. They they've come out on the other side, uh, extremely inspirational. You have firefighters and their entire get up running with tens, 15, 25 pounds, 50 pounds of equipment on them, um, uh, making it through, uh, that 5k just, you know, people running to run, to compete, to win in, you know, a five minute mile, six minute mile pace. Uh, you had all walks of life, people walking out with their families, uh, supporting one another. It was a really, really cool event. And the amount of people right at Hard Rock Stadium to be able to take place and and everyone's helping hands that go into that. Like, I can't even imagine the amount of staff the DCC had to uh, pull together, the amount of volunteers to hand out the medals, to set up all of the the photo ops, the the food stations, the drink stations, the hydration stations, the organization, like the amount of staff and volunteers to put on an event that can raise over $9 million in one year. 
was unbelievable. It was like the the epitome of teamwork. It was the epitome of of everyone coming together with that championship mindset. Uh, it, it was a special event. It was a special weekend for sure. I'm glad that we were able to take part and hit a little adversity along the way, trying to run three miles in a row. Um, you know, testing that athletic durability, that mindset of of toughing it out, picking that pace, and, and sticking to it. Uh, I remember going through mile one, mile marker one, and it's like, okay, we got two more to go, and I'm already feeling gassed. The ankles are already they're already firing up. The calves are burning a little bit. There's a little water station. You have little kids passing you. It was it was a lot, man. It was a lot to take in at that moment, and you kind of lose yourself in the thought, right? You the conscious thought or the intentional thought, it's really hard to stay locked in while you're running, while you're going through that. And you kind of just coast from time to time, right? Anybody knows that runner's higher when you get that second wind. I was wanting that second wind to, to kick in as soon as possible so that we could just kind of push through there. Um, but I, I had thought of, you know, family members, friends, um, obviously close family members that have dealt with cancer previously uh, during my senior year in high school, I uh, had a number of family members wearing yellow socks to to support that and, and to fight through that and pe- feel like you're a part of a team, right? And knowing that a, a family member is dealing with uh, cancer and fighting um, to the best of their ability, that's kind of where my mind went and where I found some some inspiration to kind of get into that second gear, uh, kick into that second wind uh, so that you're able to finish that and fight for um, the people that you live with. and one of the biggest statements at one of the fundraisers earlier on in the week, uh, one of the the heads of the Cancer Research Institute um, talked about how at the beginning, 14 years ago, they were writing in memory of people that they've lost. Right? 14 years ago, they're they're writing for the memory of people that they've lost. And now we're running and we're riding with people that are living proof of all of the work that's been put in for cancer research and the development, the work, um, you know, to, to be able to run for somebody that's currently living, that's beaten cancer. Um, it's a, it's a really cool tribute to see how far fundraisers can go. Community can go teams can go, um, when you buy in and you commit to one another and, you know, you can, carry that into to team sports. But if you keep it onto this, this cancer fight, you know, that's something that everyone has something either directly or indirectly that's impacted their life. And to be able to do hard things together in tribute for those people that fought, that have researched, that have beaten cancer. Um, it was a really, really special moment to, to be a part of, uh, in that South Florida heat. It was, uh, it's a little bit of a fight. Like I said, we're, we're gassed a little bit after that first mile, but you go, you know, two more and you're able to finish that and, and have some sense of pride, uh, that the people that you love and care for, um, that have battled cancer, you know, you're, you're running for those people and, and bringing purpose more to just a, a 5k or just running to run. You're running for a purpose. And I feel like that's what gets a lot of people through the finish line. That's what got, uh, my wife and I threw the finish line and, and just running in memory of the people fighting um, that have won and lost that battle. It's a, it, it's so cool to be a part of a community that does it big, that does it right. The right people doing the right things the right way uh, so that we can all continue year after year 
with the more cancer research that we can uh, support and fight, that more survivors will be able to take place and uh, and be able to compete in in 5Ks and 99 mile bike rides and and be a part of that and be that living proof, right? To to bring purpose to to our lives and to our loved ones. It was a special moment. I'm glad we were able to do that. I'm thankful for to be a part of a an organization that helps support um, the DCC in the way that they do uh, with being a, a Miami Dolphin. It's a, a special honor and a tribute and all of these things in the offseason that we can do uh, rather than just putting the feet up, playing golf or playing video games or whatever it is, that downtime uh, to be able to draw closer to that sense of purpose, that sense of alignment, the sense of family, the sense of community. I feel like that all plays a part into our goals and missions of being the best versions of ourselves. It's a, it was a special moment. And I hope that anybody listening here can think of that person that directly or indirectly has impacted their life uh, when it comes to that word cancer and to be able to do something outside of your comfort zone, um, to be a part of something bigger than just yourself, right? That's, that's what it's all about. And that's a special time at the beginning of the year. We're into Lent now. Uh, you have Easter around the corner, a lot of celebrations religiously, um, but also just that good weather coming around the corner, good people, good energy, more of these 5Ks are going to start popping up, the bike rides, the charitable fundraisers and foundations, like go out and support, get out of, get out of that comfort zone and be willing to, to go fight for something that you believe in, something bigger than yourself. That's a big telescope concept, right? being a part of something bigger than yourself. And currently, you know, I'm trying to build out this, this foundation and, and all of our events that we're going to have down in South Florida, in Wisconsin, I'm putting together a really cool schedule of events, football camps, financial literacy camps, book drives, haircuts, uh, everything that we can do to help kids become the best version of themselves. Right. And building teams out uh, in our lives so that we can facilitate it. Right. I, a big weakness of mine is spreading myself thin. I love to do everything. It's hard to say no, right. It's really hard for me to say no and, and pass up an opportunity to impact lives. But at the same time, when you build a team or you're interviewing people, or you're looking for people to, to take ownership and responsibility of different events so that you can all collectively become something bigger than just yourselves, make more impact than just the collection of the sum of individuals in that planning committee to go out and use your superpowers, your talents, your, your abilities, your time, your effort, your energy, your sacrifice, and create really special opportunities, full circle impact moments in the community. That's where I'm at right now. I'm in this planning phase. I'm trying to organize all of these calls. I'm trying to delegate. And that is a, a scary word for me because I'm, I'm used to trying to do it all myself. And one of the things that I'm kind of struggling with in this role and in, in this phase of life uh, is that that ability to say no when you need to, the time management skills that it takes to have this rigid structure, and the ability to trust the people that are in your lives, that are a part of this team, to go out and make it so much better than what you could have done just by yourself. So I want to dive into that topic a little bit deeper because saying no is, is something that I've heard of quite a bit from, you know, the personal development space to stoicism to uh, just life in the NFL. You, you need to learn how to say no or, or be able to communicate clearly to the people that uh, are a part of this mission, a part of the vision uh, to be able to go out and, and 
do what they need to do to, to find that success as a team. And when you get into this off season, I have all of this time now, right? Normally I'm in the facility from 6.30 to 6.30, 12 hours where you can't reach me, can't touch me, can't talk to me. We're, we're all football all the time for a week straight, right? Until you get to Sunday. Uh, and then you get to play and then there's an off day and so on and so forth. So the itinerary that, you know, I'm used to, it, it has everything labeled, locked in, when you show up, when you eat a snack, when you, you go out to practice, when the meetings are, you know, it's all itinerate, itinerized for me. I don't know if that's a word, but I just used it. Um, in the off season, especially early in the off season, when you're letting the body rest, when you only have an hour, hour and a half in the gym at a time or at the facility, the rest of the time is, okay, how do we prioritize it? How do you get these meetings handled or scheduled or communicated through email, through text, through call? How are you able to say no to the things you need to say no to? Uh, Cause you don't want to get pulled in every which way. Uh, how do you prioritize family and checking in from across the country or heading back home, being able to drive and uh, spend time and be where your feet are at. You know, those are all challenges that I'm kind of going through right now because uh, I love being able to hop into a charity event here or support this fundraiser there, um, be able to, you know, go play golf with these people. And it's like, all of a sudden you look back at your week and it's like, what did we really accomplish? <laughs> what, what actually happened? And I feel exhausted and drained after a, a, a big week of planning of calls of figuring out when this football camp's going to be and who's going to be there and where it's going to be all those logistical calls and conversations and communications is really important to the bigger picture. But I do think I could take a step up in being able to prioritize my life and the mission and vision for, you know, accomplishing something this off season so that I can be the best football player. I can be the best man. I can be the best husband, the best son, the best brother, the best Christ follower that I can possibly be and making sure that the priorities are aligned so that you're not double booking. You're not feeling like you're running around, with a chicken with your head cut off. I feel like sometimes I'm having these days where it's like a GTA mission. I'm going to all these, these side missions one at a time, just hopping in the car, driving 45 minutes over here to do something. And then 20 minutes back that way to help somebody else out. And that GTA life is not for me, man. It's a, I'm used to the very disciplined uh, football flow of life, right? The itinerary is set up and that's something that I'm working on and trying to, to work towards. So when I'm thinking of, the audience here and um, the Forge and Gold family that that we're building, uh, and how I can hopefully you know be vulnerable. I think the goal and purpose of this this episode and this dialogue and this conversation, this stream of consciousness that I'm on, is uh, it's all about how we can do something tangibly today together in this podcast while you're listening, while you're driving. Um, to get a little bit better, right? And that's that's intentional and that's purposeful. So you start with a DCC fundraiser you feel so fulfilled by in this cancer dialogue, and then you transition into, okay, how can I make an impact in the world? How can I use the inspiration from that 5K, that adversity that it went through, feeling like you're some you're part of something bigger than just yourself? You know, my mind always goes to how can we then build off of that? How can you reverse engineer that thought process so that individually, we can be a part of a team, we can be part of a community that accomplishes something special. And tangibly seeing a weakness and minimizing that weakness of time management skills, how can I minimize that weakness? How can I adjust for, you know, 
a little bit more self-awareness of knowing I do like to say yes to a lot of things. Uh, I think the number one tangible way to kind of help or give a tool to everybody listening right now is um, writing down that goal for Lent for these next 40, 40 days um, up until Easter, whether it's um, writing down a goal for the off season that you're in, the season of life that you're in this next month, heading into March that you're going to like finding a goal as a human being that you want to accomplish, right? So being the best version of yourself is, is something that I'm obsessed with, but my goal right now is to pursue excellence. And that can wear many hats. I want to pursue excellence in the foundation. I want to pursue excellence in football. I want to pursue excellence in my life as a, as a husband, as a Christ follower, as a son, a brother, all of those things. So how can I then take the emails? How can I then take the phone calls and make sure that everything I'm doing action-wise is pursuing excellence. I feel like the priority list, then you can build off of that, off of that goal, off of that mission statement. It's like, okay, I can, in this month of my life, really focus in on, lock in on how I'm going to intentionally pursue excellence in this avenue. And if it's not serving this avenue, then let's push it off until the next time. Let's, let's say no to that opportunity. Let's say no to, um, the random, the random pull on onto a golf course or the video game invite, right? And be able to lock in on, on the goal and aspiration that we have right here, right now in this moment. I feel like that will be able to, and that's what I'm going to try to do this next month is help minimize that, that time management stress or anxiety that's, that's been tugging on me right now. You know, I don't have the itinerary all planned out um, like it normally is in the football season, but now knowing that I have a goal, we're going to pursue excellence. I can have certain days of the week where it's all foundation. I can have certain days of the week where it's all mindset coaching. I can have certain times of the day where it's all football all the time. Can't talk to me before noon, right? I'm waking up early. We have our, our morning routine set up, morning sunlight, getting a, a walk in, good breakfast, getting to the facility, working out. As long as that takes, nothing can rush me from, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning when you're waking up till noon. Those five hours, that's that's football, even in the off season. And that allows me to pursue excellence in other avenues because I'm not stressing about, oh, I should be somewhere else. I, I should have this workout here. You know, you're able to prioritize your life that way in times and moments and days to be able to trust yourself and know that you're accomplishing your goals. You're taking those baby steps. You're getting deliberately better. Those marginal gains, the 1% stride every single day doesn't feel super stressful because you're knowing and trusting that every single action is towards some goal, some mission, some vision. So that's how I'm going to try and minimize my, uh, my negative there in life that I've kind of felt with the time management stuff. Uh, and then the, the flip side of that, the coin, you know, the flip side of the coin would be maximizing a positive, maximizing, maximizing a positive in life. I think for me is living with purpose. The last episode we talked about living from the out or from the inside out, right? And in drawing into that purpose, that mission statement, that purpose statement, whatever you want to call it, mine for right now, this example is pursuing excellence. I think that would be kind of the maximizing the positive. How can we live with purpose over and over and over again? How can we find sustained motivation when you're when you're taking every single business call when you're coming home from work. I saw something that was really cool. And it was like, you're 
your family doesn't deserve the leftovers, right? If you're running around on this GTA mission that I was talking about, one place to the next, when you walk in the door at home, you the people that you love, the people you hop on the phone with, tell them you love them. Um, the people you come home to, they don't deserve the leftovers of an exhausted person that's dealing with all the problems of life. You know, it's about sharing that and openly communicating the good, the bad, and the ugly, and understanding that that communication is a two-way street, being an active listener, being a, a really good supportive listener, giving advice when it's asked for, but other than that, just being a support uh, human being and being able to be invested in the community around you. And maximizing that positive would be, you know, being a little piece of a, a puzzle that's bigger than yourself, being that role player in life, whether that's with your family, a foundation, your business, school, athletics, like being a part of that team, being a part of that community, sacrificing for the greater good. I feel like that's that's one of my superpowers. That's one of my uh, positives that I'm always trying to maximize. And I think we can all do that by being active listeners and communicating and being where your feet are at, being present in every single call, in every single conversation, attentively listening, intentionally directing it towards your mission as a, as a collective, as a team, and also individually. So I know I kind of went on a, a little rabbit hole there talking about maximizing positives, minimizing the negatives. Um, but tangibly, I just kind of wanted to bring that full circle to some vulnerabilities I've had in life in the early parts of this offseason to lock back in on on the pursuing excellence and making that the mission statement that we can lock in on during this offseason and allowing that to help with any stress or anxiety of um, the time management weakness that I've been feeling recently. Um, so it doesn't feel so bad to say no or knowing that when you say yes, you're giving absolutely everything you have to the mission at hand. Just like saying yes to a 5K for the DCC fundraiser, going all in on that, enjoying that process, and enjoying being a part of a community that is bigger than just the collection of the sums. It's the impact, the residuals that are created from an event that can raise that much money for cancer um, research and fighting cancer. It's it's unbelievable. And those moments of inspiration, those full circle impact moments, that's the fuel that drives this, this train forward. It's not stopping for much, man. It's it's on a mission. It's headed in the right direction. And you can trust and believe that we're all headed there together. Appreciate everyone tuning in to the most recent episode of the Forge and Gold podcast with your host, Alec Ingold. Covered a lot of ground today talking about the DCC fundraiser, the 5K that uh, Alexa and I went on, as well as some vulnerabilities of trying to maximize your positives, your superpowers, minimizing those negatives, having a mission statement for the off season for your time on task so you don't feel like you're pulled in every which way like a GTA mission that I've been feeling uh, the past couple of days. So I appreciate everyone dialing into this one, staying all the way to the very bitter end, excited for some guests to pop on to this podcast very soon so that we can continue to grow and develop this thing together. Till next week, see you later.